Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Nolan Samber with the Tax Lean Investing Podcast. And uh, again, I want to thank you guys for, first of all, um, taking some action by wanting to acquire more knowledge about a subject and a topic that um, is very uh, not talked about. It's not spoken about very often. Everybody hears the word lean. Most people like property that are in a uh, shiny box with a bow on it. They don't like to um, go and find maybe some real estate that have uh, some clouds on the title. But this whole podcast, this whole episode is just simply going to be talking about how to buy property at a significant discount versus going the traditional route, uh, which is, again, going through real estate agents and title companies and doing what, um, again, 98% of people do when they acquire real estate. So this is just simply a different way of um, doing deals. And so before I kind of get into the weeds, I want to first talk about what exactly a lien is, okay? Uh, again, a lien is just simply a claim to something. It's not describing real property. It's describing personal property. And so what I mean is, is that uh, most people, we need to know some terms, but um, when you go and have a conveyance from a previous owner to a new buyer at a title company, what they're actually conveying is called a general warranty deed. And so what that basically says is that um, the previous owner is warranting um, that deed over to the next person saying there's no defects, there's no clouds, and then you'll have the title company even represent um, their skin in the game by providing title insurance, which title insurance is essentially just saying that, hey, um, there are no clouds on this, there are no issues with it, and we're willing to insure uh, that there are no problems with it. If there, if there is a defect that comes back, the insurance company, the title insurance company, is the one that's actually on the hook for the defect and not you as the buyer. So just to clear that up. But again, um, a tax lien is what happens every year at um, at the end of the year. You know, I'm sure you get a bill. If you're a homeowner, you're an investment property owner, you receive a letter in the mail saying that how much property taxes you owe. And um, the way that these municipalities actually go and uh, derive the number that you actually owe is there's a thing called a millage rate or a millage uh, account. And uh, what that is is just a a number uh, depending upon the county and the state and everything. It's it's basically like, you know, again, depending upon where you live, but it's like zero point zero 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 seven five. Okay, it's like a it's a very small number, and then you multiply that number by the assessed value of the property, and the assessed value um, is just the county's opinion. Uh, of the value of that property. It's not describing the appraisal. It's not describing the intrinsic value or what a buyer and a seller agree it's valued at. It's just what the county values it at for the property taxes. But to come full circle, property taxes, again, um, they are owed at to the county at the end of every single year, right? Uh, you know, the municipalities in every single county in the, in the entire country they work off of a deficit. They have a budget every year that they have to go in and uh, let's say they have a million dollar budget. Um, that budget is created and driven on based upon the property taxes. So when property taxes are paid, that allows that municipality to pay its school systems, the firefighters, the police department, the mayor, um, everything in between, right? And so what happens is, at least in the state of Alabama, is um, where I tend to buy the 98% of my tax liens, I bought a couple in Indiana, but um, the majority of them are in Alabama. What happens is if you don't pay your property taxes, um, you've heard of it before, a tax auction where everybody and their brother shows up on the courthouse steps and has the ability to bid on the properties 
that were not paid. The tax properties weren't, or the, the, the property taxes were not paid the year before. So you have an opportunity to actually go in and actually bid on the first position lien on that property. Now, again, a lien is not a real property. It's not a warranty deed. It's describing a claim to something. It's describing a uh personal property, right? It's the same thing as if a roofer comes to your house and puts a roof on and you don't pay him, he's going to put a mechanic lien on your property. One day when you go decide to sell that house, that mechanic lien that's on that property is going to get paid off on the HUD statement at closing, okay? That's that's how those things get paid or how they get taken off essentially. But what we do a little bit differently, and this is kind of in the bio of this episode, this is... Um, Gosh, I mean, I give away the keys here. It's basically showing how to do it in my webinars all over the map is how to do this kind of stuff where you don't actually have to compete against all the hedge funds, uh, the investment funds that bring millions of dollars to these um, court auctions or to these uh, tax auctions on the courthouse steps. And you don't have to, you can actually compete against zero people. You can create a total monopoly on uh, the marketplace because what in Alabama happens is is if there if, if a property is not purchased on the courthouse steps at that tax auction, uh, again that that municipality is still at a deficit. So what happens is um, the state of Alabama actually steps in and buys that lien. They 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 uh, purchase that lien from that particular county, so that county can pay its bills. But now the state of Alabama owns that lien. Okay, so for people like you and me who um, don't like to deal with competition, we all like to create a monopoly in our business. Uh, what we're able to actually do is go on the Alabama Department of Revenue website. It's called ador.gov. You can check it out, and you just click on delinquent tax properties. And I go over this all in my webinar. You can watch it for free. It's in the link in this. But most importantly, you can put a you can ask for how much is actually owed in back taxes on that property. The state will literally send you a uh, they'll send you a price notice in your email, and that's not saying you have to buy it. It's just saying hey. If you are interested in acquiring this lien, here are the back taxes and plus the interest. And so you can send a check-in, or now it's out, it's even faster. You can actually send a uh, pay-with-credit-card. Um, but they'll send you a, a certificate or a deed, depending upon when it was sold to the state, and you can now go and demand immediate possession of that property if it's vacant. So there's a ton of different ways that you can make money from that point on. Obviously, once you get that deed in your hand, man, it really gets cool. Uh, I mean, there's literally, I mean, I've done more deals that I can count on two hands on different ways to, to make money. Um, but one scenario that's easy, especially because there's so much of it, is just vacant land. What I've done 50 times, 100 times, it's not difficult to do, is uh, you go and find a piece of land that's next to somebody's house. You buy the back tax, and because there's not a structure on it, the taxes are very, very minimal, usually less than $1,000. And uh, you can actually go, and, and I'll get the deed to that. I'll call up the neighbor, even before I buy it, I'll call up the neighbor and say, hey, I actually uh, just acquired this parcel that's next to your land. And uh, what I would like to do is uh, sell this to you, and you know you sell it to him for five thousand um, bucks, and you know five thousand dollars. And if you'd like to buy it, great. If you don't want to, that's okay too. Um, but I own this now, and most time people say, "Wow, that's right next door to me," and it doubles the size of their lot. You know, they have an opportunity to you know make maybe build a fence around it. Um, but it adds value to their property. And again, you bought that thing for maybe 700 bucks and you just sold it to them for $5,000. Now, that's 4,300 bucks in net profit, which doesn't really sound like a lot, but if you divide that by what you invested, that's like a six multiple on your money. 
It's tough to beat that. I mean, add a zero to that. That's a really nice multiple on anyone's cash, mostly you know on your time as well. So it's a really easy way to gain some momentum in, in uh, tax lien investing, but also too, just to get some base hits, you get some cash in your pocket, you can start getting a little bit more creative. You can start trying to take down some bigger deals. Uh, but most importantly, uh, just understand that tax lien investing is for creative people. It's not for the normal, typical investor or somebody that um, wants to deal with a real estate agent, wants to go to open houses, wants to uh, drink Prosecco at those open houses. It's not for those types of people. It's for people that like to get into the dirt and get into the nitty and gritty and uh, to do deals. So that's kind of what makes it fun. But that's just one scenario. One other scenario that I like to do, and especially it's it's an actual uh, property on the parcel, is I like to actually go and clean it all out. Um, I usually pay somebody, you know, fifteen hundred bucks to clean all the crap that's in there, leave it completely barren, leave it, you know. Sometimes the roof is falling in a little bit. Sometimes there's crap everywhere, right? There's a lot of issues with properties. But what I'll do then is I'll pay someone fifteen hundred bucks to clean all the stuff out, to mow it, and then to edge the yard. Edging is crazy important, believe it or not. It looks like almost like someone cares a little bit. And then I'll just basically slap a um, you know rent to own sign in the front yard, and I'll say, hey, you know, again, I'm in it for maybe four thousand dollars for the back taxes plus you know to pay that guy to clean, edge, and mow. And then I'll basically just um, put a rent to own sign in the front yard and say four thousand dollars down, um, you know, five hundred dollars a month, and then in three years from now you can buy the property from me for whatever it appraises for. And you would not believe it, but you'll probably end up with, I'm not kidding, probably like 30 people calling you in the very first day that you put that sign in the yard. It's kind of crazy. Um, just because, you know, not everybody can borrow money traditionally from Regions Bank or Wells Fargo, right? I mean, they have issues with their credit. They can't get, you know, um, for, for whatever reason. Maybe they're not even um, United States citizens. Sometimes people have bad credit. They've done things in the past that uh, are against the law, right? They have issues where they can't borrow traditionally. And so this is an opportunity for them to go in and, uh, you know, live the American dream. So, but the best part about that is, is you're not only going to be receiving 500 bucks a month of cash flow, but you just got that down payment from that owner. So you were in it for 4,000. They just wrote you a check for 4,000. So you completely uh, cash out your equity. So every dollar that you earn is now an infinite return on your cash. But also, too, in three years from now, which in Alabama, you're able to do what is called a quiet title action, and that allows you to uh, go in front of the judge, and the judge kind of does what a, uh, a preacher does when he's marrying somebody and says, speak now, forever hold your peace. If there's any other lien holders that are out there, uh, a roofer, for example, or anybody else that has a lien on that property gets to speak up and get their claim heard, but the reality is that never happens. So the judge will simply stamp a warranty deed on that property. Remember, warranty deed means there's nobody else that has claim to it. And then you can go and get title insurance on that property. But most importantly, that means that you can sell that property to your tenant at market price because they can get title insurance. And so again, if you were in that property for 4,000, they wrote you a check for 4,000. So you're out of it. They write you a check for 500 bucks every single month for 36 months in a row, call that $18,000 in cash flow over uh, three years. And then sell, say that they buy it from you for like 40,000 bucks. Maybe it's more, maybe it's less. But that's a capital gain on the back end. So not only did you have no cash in the deal, you earned cash flow, but you also got a really nice capital gain on the back end that you can go and continue to do more deals with. So um, again, the whole point of tax liens is just all about creativity. It's finding ways to do real estate deals without maybe your own money in the deal, no money down. 
uh, wholesaling property, but understand that it's not a shiny box with a bow on it. There's a little bit more uh, weeds to pull in order to make these deals work, but because there's hardly anybody that's in it, and most importantly, nobody knows how to do it, there's a huge opportunity for you to go out there and uh, to make a deal happen just because nobody understands how to do it or what it looks like. So again, guys, if you guys are interested in learning more about tax lien investing, at least in the state of Alabama, in the bio of this episode, there's going to be a link for a free webinar. I did a free webinar. We're opening up actually a small mastermind class as well. It's only available to 20 people. So once it hits 20 people, um, it's going to get shut down and then you're going to have to probably just wait till the next round. This is not coming from me. This is coming from my marketing guy. So, <laughs> so don't look at me or blame me on this, but this is just, um, I want to be able to give people the value if they're going to pay for my time and this expertise of this business. I don't want to have 150 people, uh, like in a lecture hall in college. I like to have it more of like a tiny classroom where we can do individual case studies and we can all learn ways to make money in a more creative way than maybe the traditional way. So again, guys, click the link in this bio to watch the free webinar, or there's going to be another link to be on the wait list for the uh, mastermind class. But again, guys, this is the podcast for taking action. So I hope that you are one of those people. See you guys on the other side.